Historically, what is the most popular month for weddings? June. Wedding season is upon us, and many ladies in waiting want to be a June bride. You do have mild summer weather, and it seems to kick off vacation season, which is nice as you plan a honeymoon. One interesting fact I discovered about June weddings was during medieval times, a person's annual bath, yes, I said annual bath, meaning once a year, usually occurred in May or June, meaning that a June bride would still smell more pleasant than any other time of the year. But just to be safe, brides carried a bouquet of flowers to hide any potential unpleasant odor. So was born the custom of carrying flowers when walking down the aisle. Thank God hygiene practices have changed since then, but June is still a great month to get married. In fact, I was a June bride. 25 years ago today, I said I do to my best friend and the one and only man I've ever loved. 25 years. It sounds wild to say that. I remember being newlywed and honestly, the thought of making it to 5, 10, or even 15 years seemed crazy. Yet here we are. And I'm thankful that by God's grace, we've made it. And we're still going strong, saying, I do, every single day. It's not easy. It's a choice. Isn't that what commitment is all about? It's a daily choice. A choice to love and say yes to something bigger than yourself. In our early dating days, I had trust issues. I didn't want to depend on anyone, and my heart was very guarded and fearful when it came to love. We were having a pretty deep discussion one night, and I was still hesitant about the future. And then he said this to me, If you can trust me with 10% of your heart, I'll work the rest of my life to earn the other 90 Hello, you had me at 10%. That boy I have now been married to for 25 years was committed to going the extra mile and doing the hard work of being married to me and pulling out some of my deep-rooted fears. God was at work doing something greater in us both. We realized that and didn't take it for granted. We saw our relationship then and still do today as a precious gift designed and given to us by God to be cherished and nurtured and given back to Him for His glory. A scripture that has encouraged us over the years is Ephesians 4.32. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. We had that verse on our fridge for a long time. We needed the reminder. It sounds easy enough, be kind and compassionate, but after the honeymoon was over, it gets easy to fall back into our selfish motives, fears, past hurts, and hangups. Often we can be more kind and compassionate to a total stranger than we are to those we love. It's not a 50-50 deal. You give your all. 100% giving and forgiving. And isn't that the example we have in Jesus? Love is sacrifice. Marriage is a great mystery, reflecting the union of Christ and the church as the body working together, laying our lives down for one another, serving and loving each other. It's always been my desire that my marriage be a light for others along the way. 
It's far from perfect, but I praise God for 25 years of love and laughter, and I choose daily to say yes to the commitment I made to God and my husband. I love him more now than I ever did. It's a lifetime love and adventure. I've discovered that as I love God more and trust my life and heart first to Him, it's easier to give my life and heart to my marriage. That's the truth. Trust God with your heart and your life, your fears and trust issues. Seek Him first and watch your greater story unfold. Every day and year is an adventure, and I'm so thankful for each one. I'm Lori Klein.